Hello and welcome to the Bulletin with UBS on Monocle 24. We have a little bit of a special treat for you on this week's programme. We're heading to Locarno to hear about the recently wrapped 75th edition of the world-renowned Locarno Film Festival. Thanks to more than four decades of association between main sponsor UBS and the festival, we have some special access. So we'll be checking in, in just a moment, with the managing director of the event, Raphael Brunschviks. He'll tell us why the 75th anniversary edition has been so special and explain more about the latest exciting manifestation of that partnership with UBS, a brand new podcast called Future Spectives. We'll hear some highlights from that new show a little later, but we start, of course, with the festival itself. With the event in full swing a little earlier this month, I caught up with Raphael, who very kindly spared us some time amidst his incredibly hectic MD's schedule to talk to us about the meaning and impact of Locarno and its place in the world of film and cinema. I began by asking him about the long and storied history of the festival. We are one of the most important film events in the world. We are one of the the oldest. The first one was uh, Venice, and then uh, there was one in the former Soviet Union, and then Cannes and Locarno started in the same year. So we are here since the beginning, and uh, in a panorama that now counts more than 6,000 film festivals worldwide, we always were able to maintain our positioning as a festival that stands for freedom and that is worldly renewed for discovering new talents. And we have a USP that no other festival has, and this is Piazza Grande, which is a wonderful uh, open door location that gathers 8,000 people in in the evening. And this is uh, probably one of the most beautiful uh, screening sites that exists worldwide. Well, yeah, and if people aren't familiar with it, they should certainly, well, they should obviously get along themselves so they can experience it in person, but they should certainly look it up because it's quite impressive, as you as you say. Tell me then, Raphael, a little bit about how you see the role of film festivals. You mentioned a couple of things there already, which I think are interesting, because film festivals can help to shape society in a very profound way, can't they? And I suppose in a moment of turbulence and volatility, a strange couple of years we've all been living through. And even at the moment, there's conflict and all sorts of, of, of strife in so many places. It's really important, isn't it, to, to look to really significant cultural happenings like Locarno because they can inspire us and help us through these times, can't they? Absolutely. We, are, we see ourselves and we see our goal as uh, in creating a community that fosters uh, alternative imaginaries uh, of, of our future. And uh, basically, a, a film festival is a, is a place for discovery, not only for discovering of, of new films, but discovering yourself through new films. In a certain way, we are gatekeepers of uh, the independent movie scene. Uh, and this is really important, especially in a world where uh, the movie consumption changed so drastically in the, in the last year in the, and in a world which is uh, algorithm dominated having a program of uh, 200 movies which we show in 10 days which are curated by some of the best uh, film programmers there are worldwide makes that you can come here and discover stories that are relevant to our times that you eventually uh, will not see elsewhere or or you will see them in, in fragmented other ways. So it's, it's something very unique. And in a world, again, where uh, we do not go to cinema anymore or we, go, we, we cannot compare uh, to uh, how many times we went uh, till uh, 
15 years ago, we are the ones who are fighting and defending this, the, the experience of, uh, of, of going to cinema. And uh, if we are completely honest, how many places are there where we do not look at our cell phone for two hours and can stay in a state of deep attention and uh, really sink into a, to a history and let it affect us and let us come out changed by that? Well, this is really, really interesting. And we're going to talk a bit about future perspectives in a moment. But just in terms of that looking to the future, is it that immersion that you've described there, Rafael, that that deep engagement, this complete separation from the outside world, which, as you say, it's in in such an attention uh, sapping global digital diet that everyone has. It's ever harder to find those moments. Do you think that's why film is uniquely well positioned to shape conversations about the future and about some very profound questions, precisely because it's one of the few places where people do shut all the white noise out and really focus on something. Is that why it has a unique advantage in shaping conversations about the future? Definitely, but this is not enough. You have to create a whole experience about, around it and and what it's unique in, in festivals and especially in, in uh, big festivals that take place in a small place because Locarno is a, is a small village and basically we have a, we transform it into a, a huge uh, platform uh, which in, in the world uh, capital of author cinema for 11 days, which means that it is a, a space of intensification where so many things happen, where you have so many encounters where where after you go out of this experience in which you have been lonely then you share it with so many people who are uh, so heterogeneous and they they come from other places in the world they are in active in, in other fields so it's not only about what happens in the two hours or under the 90 minutes of the theatrical experience it's everything around it which makes it so intense and uh, so extraordinary because uh, it allows you to have a, a certain distance and then you have other inputs and then you you, you put them together and, uh, and yeah so so it, it's it's not only the theatrical experience i would definitely say that it's the entire locarno experience or the, or the entire festival experience that matters yeah, and I wanted to ask you a bit about the power of exactly that, the shared experience, the collective. You mentioned the curation of the films. There are so many partnerships uh, that come together to deliver Locarno or make it what it is. And I wanted to ask you a bit about collaboration, about partnerships. Of course, partnership with, with UBS, which is obviously such a good fit for Locarno. Talk to us a bit about the power of those partnerships and, and maybe with regards to UBS, why it's such a good fit, why uh, Locarno and UBS uh, are such uh, happy bedfellows. Yeah, well, UBS is, <laughs> is, is our senior partner. They helped us in the last 42 years. So imagine that a company where we share values, where we share the Swissness, where we share that wanting to strengthen the society as a whole, is supporting the work we do for so many times. And they, they are not obliged to do that. So they believe in what we do. And nowadays, partnerships are more complex because it's not just giving you money and asking some visibility back. No, it's about being able to unfold your uh, what you stand for uh, your values by giving an added value to someone to an audience and 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 position yourself through that and so strengthen not only yourself but strengthen also who you are investing in 
And we were the first film festival worldwide that voluntarily did a, a sustainability report. And we do not did this in order to show what we are doing in terms of ecological sustainability, which is uh, like saying we, we, we wash ourselves in the morning. Of course we do. And so we compensate the CO2 emissions we generate and that we do whatever we can in terms of uh, mitigating the, the impact we have on in this field. No, it was about showing very concretely with some standards that an investment in the festival at the end is an investment in society uh, because you have a, a cultural impact, you have a social impact. We are a festival that uh, empowers young generation, that help young talents to uh, unfold their potentials. And we really, we have many activities on, on that. Then there is a an economical impact on an entire regions that identify itself with this project, a region that does not have so many assets. It's a peripheral region of Switzerland, what, probably the most beautiful one, but uh, there is not so much around. So having someone who believes in that and wants to strengthen society through that is really something extraordinary. And then if we want to see it in, in details in the new world, we can go only so far and we can do our best with our resources. But if we want to um, ensure to stay relevant and exist also in the future, we have to partner up with uh, like-minded partners who want to accomplish something with us. And uh, UBS is, uh, is the, the, our leading partner in, in that terms. Absolutely. And of course, there is the, this Future Spectres uh, new podcast, which is really exciting. I mean, you're talking to me on one of our Monocle podcasts. So we know and we believe deeply in the power of, of audio. That must be a, another thrilling chapter in the partnership. And I guess it gives voice, literally, Raphael, to some of the things you talked about, the importance of freedom of expression, uh, highlighting things like green filmmaking, a more sustainable circular approach, as well, of course, as featuring some of the incredible talents that people can see on screen at Locarno. It must be great to have that new platform, another opportunity to express the values that Locarno Film Festival and UBS share. Yeah, absolutely. And this is it, this is so much in line with our strategy because you have to see the, the film festival uh, now exists at 75 years and uh, we are doing everything we can within these 11 days of festival uh, every August. So we have uh, programs of cultural mediation. We have academies for filmmakers, for film critics, for the industry player. We have uh, projects uh, where we try to strengthen cinematography in, in developing countries where we have talent scouts that bring to Locarno the, most, the, 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 the talents with the most potential and we help them realizing their projects. We have uh, parties, of course. We have... Uh, we have 200 screenings in, in 11 days, as I said. And so we, we have 30 projects taking place in these 11 days. And we come out of 20 years of growth. But at a certain point, due to logistic aspects, it's not possible to grow anymore. And then, as I told before, with the fact that uh, film consumption, movie consumption has moved online, if we want to be able to renew continuously as we did in the last 75 years, our audience, we have to be present also where our audience is. And uh, in that terms, uh, podcasts and the presence online is very relevant. So this is why even before the pandemic started, we developed a vision, which is called Locarno 365. And we knew that if we want to stay relevant, if we want to strengthen our business, if we want to make something out of our brand, which is a uh, 
worthy renewed brand, but it's a, a niche brand, we have to develop new additional ways to connect to our communities. And uh, within the last two years, we created 19 pilot projects, which uh, go beyond uh, the physical and the time limitations of, uh, of Locarno. So we started additional projects. And uh, this um, this podcast series definitely goes in that direction. And uh, Future Perspectives is, is a wonderful title because uh, we see ourselves, yes, as a gatekeeper of independent cinema, but we also see ourselves as a future-oriented platform. So we want to be a think tank where we reflect on the future of moving images. And in this regard, we did something uh, very peculiar in the year, in 2020, when we had to reduce the, the physical festival. We had a very limited physical festival and we had a, a stronger online presence. But what we did is we wanted to create something very strong. And with the university in uh, La Svizzera Italiana here in, in Lugano, which is a uh, already a very well-positioned university, even if it's only, if it was founded 20 years ago, we created a chair, which is called the Locarno Film Festival Professorship for the Future of Cinema and Audiovisual Arts. And uh, in collaboration with the professor that was appointed, which is Kevin B. Lee, and I invite uh, our audience to discover what he's doing because he's a talented artist and not only a researcher, he's a pioneer in the field of desktop documentary and, and video essays. With him, we are working in terms of research and development, but in terms of uh, strengthening the platforms we created, in terms of creating uh, new initiatives that really position the festival as a place where you go to see some of the most beautiful and most interesting movies that show you where cinema is headed, but you can also reflect on where this whole world is, is headed. Raphael Brunchfix. Now, as we've been hearing, Future Spectives is the Locarno Film Festival podcast presented by UBS. It features untold stories and perspectives of guests ranging from Matt Dillon to Daisy Edgar-Jones. Future Spectives covers everything from equality and representation in film, through the freedom of expression via art, to principles of green filmmaking. Here's a taste of what you can expect. This is Future Spectives. Go on, Gabby, let's do it. All right. Welcome, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, to Future Spectives. There was a duality, right? I grew up in a very adult world, right? I didn't know it then, you know, as a kid, I think, in hindsight, I think, you know, I was exposed to far too much as a child. And and I had to take on different responsibilities, you know. I took on a, a bigger responsibility in, in my personal life as well. So the first love and draw and passion for me was acting and it became escapism for me it became my therapy it was very mm. cathartic because it was the way I could escape um what I was you know going through in life and I think you know that always happens you always sort of end up sort of sometimes art imitates life and sometimes you don't know it yet until you sort of look back and go oh that was interesting so I was going through that and my character was this right and and I think sometimes that is sometimes part of your journey when you, mm. you when you're picking and choosing things on your intuition and instinct this is Future Spectives, the official Locarno Film Festival podcast. My name's Gabby Sanderson and I've got Daisy Edgar-Jones sat opposite me. Welcome, Daisy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Congratulations on the Leopard Club Award. This pays homage to the protagonists of contemporary cinema. Thank That's you. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm very chuffed. I think I realise now 
when I look back, I'm grateful for the jobs I didn't get because they weren't for me. And I think that sort of idea of what's for you won't pass you by is something I really now, a rule I live by, because I think if it is meant for you, it would have happened. Juliette Benoche, welcome to Future Perspectives. It's the Locarno Film Festival podcast. Uh, what a delight to sit down with you. Thank you for having me. I want to hear about joy. I want to hear about transformation. I want to hear about the love of, you know, but the truth of who we are, how small we can be and how, you know, uh, the, the, the different layers inside of us. So we learn more to, um, to invent ourselves, mm. to, f to find ways to um, become more human. And that's a wrap on this special edition of The Bulletin with UBS here on Monocle 24. Future Spectives, the Locarno Film Festival podcast presented by UBS, is out now. To find out more about the festival and the podcast, head to locarnofestival.ch. Meanwhile, you can listen again and explore more about this show at monocle.com. That's where you can join the club by subscribing to Monocle magazine. You can also follow this programme wherever you get your podcasts and find out more about UBS's passion for the arts and how they can help you at ubs.com. This is The Bulletin with UBS on Monocle 24. I'm Tom Edwards. Thanks for listening. <laughs>